Hi, this is Megan, and you are listening to That Sounds Funny. <laughs> That sounds funny. Hey everybody, that is correct. This is the podcast that sounds funny. And hey, here we are coming at you on the week of uh, July. 11th we're actually recording this a day early because we won't be able to record on our usual day for uh, outside uh, interruptions i guess you would say but um this is uh, let's see we're at the end of season three uh we are on show 37 and this is episode 140 we are two blind brothers and a blind sister normally who tell it the way we see it and uh, I say normally because I am your host, Keith, and joined with me are, or is, Jill. No Terry today. You seem But we do have me. our guest host here that may pop in every little bit. Hello, yeah, it's we, Megan. <laughs> yeah, we could do a, a guest episode. Um, but uh, yeah, I think Terry must have fell into his pool or something. Maybe. <laughs> you, got, you got attacked by that inflatable duck he has floating around. <laughs> uh, anyway, hey, uh, we'd like to open up with a little bit of what's new. Does anyone have a question? Warning! Danger! And uh, it could be something happened lately, funny family <laughs> classic story, reading what you're doing kind of a thing. And... I had something written down, but I think I'll save it for our news segment. Uh, but we haven't been doing an awful lot or having a lot of grandkids in the house lately. And this is the week where summer camp begins for the older boys camp. So Robin is shuttling some older grandkids to the older boys camp. Get rid of them for a week. Mm-hmm. I told her that'll be fun. They won't be eating you out of house and home for a week. <laughs> yeah, well, just one of them. One of the two went. The other one stayed here. But uh, the the thing is, he tr- Robin caught him trying to use our good towels to pack to go to camp. Oh, by, by good towels, I mean we we bought or I bought some my pillow branded towels. Uh, they're expensive. Uh, and I bought them specifically for Robin and me to use. <laughs> and the the kids have been warned countless times: don't touch Grandma and Grandpa's towels; they do not belong to you. Well, she apparently found some that he was trying to take, and because um, he he couldn't find any other ones, is the usual <laughs> reason why. And so I told her, you know, while he's gone, go clean his room. Just go, you know, just clean it all up, scrub it all out. You'll find all the stuff that he says he doesn't have in his room, but he has in his room. <laughs> all the dishes and the laundry and the towels. <laughs> yeah, especially dishes. The last time she did that, she found some green and fuzzy coleslaw potato salad. That he oh, decided yummy. that his dresser drawer made a good refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Typical kid. Uh, well, well, I got a story. Um, do you want me to do the one I told you earlier? 
I have a couple others. If you it is don't... all on you. <laughs> well, I'm going to start with this one. We Over the weekend, we went down before we came out. I'm in Kansas right now. So before this, we went to uh, Carlisle. It's in Illinois. And I forget. I think it was on Highway 140. There's a house and it still has a Christmas tree. But I think it's a pine tree in the yard. I don't know if it's like a fake one or not. But it had flip-flops hanging on it. Hmm. I was like, I think I did a story a few weeks ago about a nine-foot Halloween decoration that the people left out. And they kept changing. Yeah. Put Santa Claus clothes on it. A nine-foot werewolf or something. Yeah. And so this person, for some reason, I guess they're going to decorate their Christmas tree in each season. And flip-flops are for summer, I guess. <laughs> Lip flap, the thong bikini, yeah. <laughs> but then the other one, like I told you earlier, Megan could probably do it and say how embarrassed she was. But we went at a re- to a restaurant yesterday, and her little boy's four. He's going to be five tomorrow. Happy birthday, Matthew! <laughs> but uh, the person serving us looked like a female, had the long hair and makeup i guess and everything but had the deep voice i wonder why and the four-year-old was confused why did this person look like a girl but sound like a guy (laughs) he said mommy why does that girl sound like a man (laughs) exactly all i can say is just look at him really i couldn't answer him How do you answer to a four-year-old where they can understand why this is the way it is? Yeah, such as society of dress up. (laughs) Such as the troublesome times of our society these days. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I was mentioned too. I guess my wife was going to one of the drive-through. I think it was Taco Bell, but it could have been somewhere else. And the person passing the food to the window was long hair, like a woman, boobs. Big old hairy arms, deep voice. <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, I guess they're everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, coming out of all kinds of closets. I know. I have learned, you know, how used to you would say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. I don't mm-hmm. do that anymore because we was at Cracker Barrel once and I could have swore, not being able to see it all, that the person, you know, we're paying when we're leaving was a woman. Had a real nice sounding woman voice, and I said, "Thank mm-hmm. you, ma'am." And my husband says, "Uh, that's a guy." <laughs> I <was> like, oh. <laughs> okay, I guess he looked like a guy, but I now I don't know if he was confused well, or if that's it, just how his voice was. But yes, some sometimes I I knew a, a lady who was having a kidney transplant. She's had a kidney transplant, and the medications they give you to help you to not reject it can deepen your voice. And she always kind of had a kind of a deeper, huskier voice. And this because the medications that she was on for her kids. And just sometimes women have a huskier voice. And whenever I would do tech support years ago and answering their phone, I'd be the same way. Good morning, sir. How can I help you? Good morning, ma'am. How can I help you? And I said, good morning, sir, one time. And the, and the person, excuse me, I'm a woman. Like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I tried to play off like that. I tried to play off like, I'm sorry, I've had a cold lately. And my, my, I still got fluid built up in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of those, how do you recover from that? <laughs> you just got to be tactful about it. I'm sorry. Or, or yes. another one is I would say, 
Good morning, sir. Excuse me, I'm a woman. Say, oh, I'm sorry. I, you know, I've all I spent 17 years in the military. It's just for, just a gut reaction to say yes, sir. Yeah, I think it's funny when you were watching Judge Judy, and you know she's a female, but a lot of the people are like, "Yes, sir." I mean, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. Because because you know, say yes, sir, is is kind of a a, a re, you know gut reaction or the groomed response people give. Yeah. Yeah, and in the military too, you're you're always saying yes, sir, yes, sir. You know, you get a female officer and you go, yes, sir. Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. <laughs> Maybe we're all going to have to change our pronouns to person, yes person, no person, <laughs> instead of ma'am or yeah, sir. Or, or, or find a different uh, a term of nobility. Yes, Duke. <laughs> yes, Earl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> find, find some different noble, noble term instead of sir. <laughs> and, make, and make that be the generic one. Yeah. Anyway. Who's crazy? I'll solve them. Why don't you leave me alone? Well, uh, without having Terry around to tell us about his pool adventures, uh, <laughs> floating around yeah. enjoying the weather, totally forgetting we had to record on a different day. Random stuff. Uh, let's go ahead and go into our random topic. And uh, spin the wheel. <laughs> yeah, I got to see about spinning a wheel. All right. It looks like it's holidays again, and that's good. Holidays are always fun, and they're always relatively short. And today is scheduled to be July 11. Um, What we need is a number between 1 and 7. Five, all right. And the way we count it is today, or the 11th, would be one. So let me go two, three, four, five is Friday. I'm sorry, Friday. Friday. The 15th is what we're going for. And on July 15th, we have St. Shriven's Day. I don't know what I don't that know what means. He did Saint Sriven. Oh, I know it is a special interest Catholic day, obviously because it's a saint. <laughs> I wonder if Saint Sriven is the, the patron saint of ribbons. Yeah, yeah. Ribbon. <laughs> well, you know how the ribbons are always curled. That's what that is. He invented the curled ribbon. You have to rub the scissors down them to make yeah. it. And that's <laughs> our answer. If you're Catholic out there and went wrong, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Actually, though, you can tell us it's okay. It is National Pet Fire Safety Day, so teach your pets about fire safety. Or you can catch them on fire, but yeah, is it, your fire extinguisher close. You catch your pets on fire. You teach your pets about fire. You rescue pets from the fire. I don't know, but something about fire safety and pets. That's what we're going to do on fifteenth. <laughs> it is a National I Love. Horses Day. Mm-hmm. Carson will love that. <laughs> get that hobby horse out. And hopefully, it's kind of the springs on. I always love them. Yeah. If, if all you no, got the ones outside Walmart, the horse head, quarter in. <laughs> Ride a merry-go-round with the horses go up and down. There you go. Yeah. All kinds of stuff you can do for I Love Horses Day. 
It is National Gummy Worm Day. Hmm. Not the gummy bears, the gummy worms. Yeah, they need a day too, don't you know? Yeah, they got their special day. (laughs) It is National Give Something Away Day. On Friday? Hmm. Well, on the 15th, give away a hug, I guess, or give away some kisses to people that you like. (laughs) Especially the ones that you like. Maybe not the ones you don't like. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I guess the ones you don't like you can you can give them a finger I won't tell you which one but <laughs> away. number one <laughs> give them a pet rock <laughs> yeah it is national clean beauty day clean Not dirty beauty clean beauty beauty hmm. it's Who's beauty? all about health beauty awareness so I guess learn how to be beautiful in the shower. All you teenagers out there. Wash <laughs> your stinky bodies, I'll tell you why. Wash your stinky body. Uh, it is national be a be a dote. It doesn't make any sense. Let me see if I can spell that. Dork. Be a dork day. Be a dork on I'm a dork fish. Oh, dress up like Stevie Urkel and be a dork. I'm a dork. I'm not, I'm not a clean, beautiful person, but I'm a dork. Well, that's Who's kind of just the opposite. A be a beauty, be a beauty, and be a dork. A beautiful dork. Who loves horses? Yeah, loves horses. And that <laughs> looks like that's all the holidays there are on the fifteenth. Yeah, give something away, be clean and beautiful, eat your gummy worms, love your horses, and let your pets on fire. I mean, don't let, don't <laughs> let your pets on fire. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Uh, yeah, so that would be holidays. Why don't you tell me about this happy thing? What is it? Just one little hint. Why don't you want to bet? Because gambling is naughty. Now... Without Terry here, we're going to have a really short uh, news segment. That doesn't sound funny. But that's what we're down to doing right now. That last week, on July 4th, Ben and Jerry Ice Cream Company releases an official statement to people to remind them to enjoy their day eating ice cream, barbecue, having picnics, but don't forget, you're doing it all on stolen land. And they wanted the people to be be committed to give the land back to the indigenous people who it was wrongly stolen from. And, you know, let me put it, let me say something here. Hmm? They're free people. They can live wherever they want to live, just like the rest of the country, in a house that they buy, like the rest of the country, anywhere they want. <laughs> but it's not on their stolen land. It's like but, they uh, choose to live on a reservation, and they can get up and leave off that reservation, but they live there for free. Yeah, and there are Indians on reservations, and it have been for some time, but they are free to leave. It's not like they're confined there anymore. Yeah. Uh, that people can move off reservation anytime they want to wherever they want. Uh, so it shouldn't really be a big issue, but 
Ben and Jerry's got some pushback from people, you know, about the idea of, you know, stolen land, indigenous people. And they came back with another statement about Mount Rushmore was stolen from indigenous people. And then finally, over the weekend, uh, it must have been Saturday because I saw it on my news feed on Sunday morning. Uh, the Indian tribe in Vermont, uh, nearby where Ben and Jerry's ice cream headquarters is located, released a statement that says, hey, Ben and Jerry's, we demand you give us our land back. You know, this thing's how you're committed to giving the land back. Let's start with you. Yeah. <laughs> where the Indians you stole it from. <laughs> it, of course, uh, I actually heard this, uh, a more full statement uh, just this morning, in fact, and they were very polite about it. The Indian type, they were like, you know, let's talk. It's going to take a lot of discussions, but we're serious. You want to give the land back and we're willing to take it back when you want to give it to us. <laughs> um, and uh, anyway, obviously it won't go anywhere. It just proves that Ben and Jerry's is hypocritical about they, they demand something, but they're not willing to be the first one to do it. Uh, Anyway, it was just kind of funny that they made this uh, woke agenda type of a statement, and then they came back to bite him in the butt. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And this is where we would normally have Terry or Jill pitch in with the story. But since uh, they don't have one and since you have Terry's not here the only uh, thing i can think of i think i heard it on a different podcast i don't know if you heard it about the uh the nun that had been buried four years ago and when they dug her up to move the cemetery she wasn't embalmed or anything and she was just placed in a wooden casket but she oh, yeah. still looked as fresh as she did the day they put her in the ground yeah that was sometime last month i think i heard about that was it yeah. on a podcast? I can't remember where I heard it, but I was like, it's not really funny, but it's very interesting. Well, it's definitely odd and different. Yes, I, I, I thought she had been involved, but maybe not. But after years of being buried, she was like Cinderella still hadn't changed. So right. they said her habit and everything was still pristine or perfect. And yeah. she didn't look any, you know. Yeah, no they, they, they took her, her out of the wooden casket and put her into a glass casket and put her, her body on display at whatever uh, religious place that they moved her to. I forgot about that part. I do remember they said that people wanted to touch her because they thought maybe she had some kind of special powers. <laughs> yeah, and, and because of that, the Catholic churches tried to move to make her into a sainthood because... You get to be a saint by doing something miraculous in your lifetime or something. And even though it's not in her lifetime, it's kind of miraculous that she hadn't decayed at all. Right. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I had heard about that. Now, of course, I also heard some naysayers saying, oh, it's not uncommon for people to have be died. And then their body is just like, no, it, it is uncommon. It, it may be. Uh, happened before it may be that it happened to somebody somewhere but it's not common <laughs> it is uh, right it may it may have a precedent but it's, it is still especially rare. without being embalmed the embalming is what keeps them fresh or whatever but without embalming that's really unusual mm -hmm. 
largest crocodile is still growing. Uh, Cassius was captured near the city of Bellywin and nearly three years later uh, was transferred to the Green Island Cross Park where he remains happy and healthy for decades. He said three years ago. He must have been in captivity for decades and just three years ago was moved. Um, But uh, he is the world's known oldest crocodile. And as you read the article, I forget how long it says he is, but since they first captured him, he has grown like 15 more inches uh, in length. And they figured that he is at least a hundred years old. They figure he's was probably born like a 1900 something. Hmm. Uh, But, but the, but he's still growing. It's someplace in Australia, as I recall. Uh, he's an Australian crocodile. They're sprinkling him daily with marigold grow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but they, he's at some crocodile or animal park, uh, and he's been there for a few decades. But you know, even since the time he's been in captivity, he's grown that much. So now, new allig- alligators would continue to grow to fit their environment, but. I didn't know that they never really stopped growing. It's kind of weird. I don't know much about alligators, except they like to eat people no. and things. <laughs> A 69-year-old woman was uh, attacked and killed by a crocodile. I'm going to open up this headline here so I can get more details here. Uh, but she she apparently was walking her dog. So I guess the crocodile thought, I'm going to go for the big creature, not the small creature. I'm hungry. <laughs> um, hang on, I can't get the article open. But the one, I mean, it's not funny that the lady got killed. Uh, but the funny thing is, while it was describing the incident, uh, it said that uh, you know she was killed by the alligator, and the authorities had to do an autopsy to discover the cause of her death. <laughs> like, <laughs> duh, alligator bite <laughs> right there. I think that explains it. Yeah. Now wait, did they do the autopsy on the alligator or the woman? <laughs> uh, that's the question. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it was the woman. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got. It's, I just thought that was funny that uh, Thank you. clearly she was bitten by an alligator, but they had to figure out why she died. Yeah. I, I guess it maybe the alligator scared her to death. <laughs> she might have been scared to death by an alligator oh, and had a heart attack or something. But no, I think yes. it was you know an alligator bite kind of. Was that. she dead before the alligator bit her or when the alligator bit her? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. She... Uh, she goes, oh my gosh, there's an alligator just coming after Fifi. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to my body in, the fr- in front of Fifi to protect her. Rotten had a heart attack in the process and killed over. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, I, 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 for some reason, my computer is not letting me click the link to go to that story. I, I do recall it was quite a lengthy story, uh, but it was just kind of weird, you know, our, our you know, government officials 
had to do the autopsy to figure out why she died. Right. Like that big fat head, the more I think about it, the madder I get. Still no Terry. Well, why go to all that trouble? Hmm. Well, even with or without Terry, it's time for some weird words. Just weird words. Because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. All because I'm white and nerdy. Holy cow, I'm white and nerdy. I got some weird words for you today. Let's see, this first word is Abdelab. Abdelab. Oh, gee. Abdelab. See, it's whenever a Labrador retriever sees a cute yep, dog or whatever, and he ogles it. D O A D. O G D O A D. Abdelab. D O A D. This is a Greek word. Yeah. Octoa <laughs> lad. Octoad. O G D O A D. Octoad. Wow. Octolad. It's like Aquaman sidekick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sticking with that. I know it's wrong, but I'm sticking with that. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, would you like to guess what Octoad could be? I have no idea. <laughs> That's the usual response, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you could have a big dipper going up and down all around the bends. You could have a bumper car bumping. This amusement never ends. I want to be your sledgehammer. Actually means a set of eight. A set of eight. Uh huh. A group or set of eight items. Anything that you have um, that you have eight of is an ogdoad. Like, like you buy uh, some dishes for your kitchen, and it's a set of that feeds eight. Huh. Yep. Our next word is lucent. It's L U C E N T, lucent. Oh, it, it's an internet router. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lucent routers. Yeah, that's what they use in ISPs to route internet signals. Oh. It actually has to do with light lighting up or being lit up. Ding, 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 ding. Uncle Q got that one right. And that's why I know it because it's also an internet router. Say me, say it for always. That's the way it should be. Say you, say me, say it together. Naturally. 
Orterre is our next word, and it's a French word. Uh oh. Pardon my French, huh? <laughs> Ort tear. Oter. It's A U T E U R. Oh, Terry, if only Terry was here. Yeah, oh, oh Terry. Oh, Terry. Oh, my. And you know how these French words go. <laughs> oh, Terry. Something. Oh, tear the paper into. Um, <laughs> what's that smell? Do you smell that oh, Terry? Is that right? <laughs> um, I'm just making some wild guesses because I actually do not know. Yeah, well, you know, French words, how they're very um, specific. Oh, very specific? Uh-oh. Okay, tell us. <laughs> going riding on the freeway of love. against our back. We're going riding on the freeway of love. In a pink Cadillac. That's why you need. Ooh, that's why. This is why you need. Why you need. It's a filmmaker whose artistic control of producing the movie makes people think that they're the actual writer of the movie. All of that, just two little syllables. One little yeah. word. <laughs> These French words, boy, they're really specific on their meanings. Do the Harlem Polka. Everybody now. Yo, yo, yo. Do the Polka. It's spelled D-U-E-N-D-E, Duende. Duende. Now, it could be the D, the E at the end could be silent, but D-U-E-N-D-E. Duende. It's a name like Dwayne. Whenever you eat too much beans, you pass the wind. <laughs> it's very windy. <laughs> oh yeah, you go to Chicago, it's very windy up there because they love beans. It's windy out here in Kansas sometimes too. <laughs> because they love beans and they have politicians. <laughs> she got it. Yeah, baby, she's got it. Well, I'm your Venus. I'm your fire. What's your desire? This word here means. A quality of passionate inspiration. So, I guess of... if you're being romantic with someone, well, maybe passionate. passionate yeah. It's like you're, you're not a good kisser at all. You suck at being windy. <laughs> That's the opposite. <laughs> if you're a good kisser, that might be. <sighs> Don't mean a thing. Nasty boys don't ever change. Oh, you nasty boys. Well, you'll like this next word. It's sip it. S I P P E T. Sip it. If only Terry was here. <laughs> Let's spell it's that one again. It's down, so, but it has nothing to do with sipping tea. <laughs> oh, well, can you spell it again? S I P P E T. S I P P E T. Sip it. Yeah, it's like you're sipping a cup of tea, you know, your pinky finger sticking out. That's what I thought it would be, but no. <laughs> um, hmm. Well, you know, Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet 
to eat her curds away. So maybe if she was drinking some tea, she would be sitting on her sippet. <laughs> Set her sippet on the tuffet. It's a place to sit, maybe, instead of, a, I don't know. She sat her sippet on the tuffet. But I don't know why this little word here, sippet, means... I like this part. Oh, rock me, Amadeus. Oh, rock me, Amadeus. Oh, rock me, Amadeus. Oh. A piece of bread that you dip in soup or sauce. Oh, like a cracker. It's called a cracker. Yeah. Or a crouton. <laughs> yeah, something... Oh my goodness. Yeah, this next word. <laughs> shout, shout, let it all out. These are the things I can do without. Come on. I'm talking to you. Come on. We don't have much to say about that sip it word, but this next word, I'm, I know I'm going to pronounce it wrong, but this is how the phone pronounced it. But the phone pronounced it super fishy. Super fishy. S U P E R. F I C I E S. Super. F I C I E S. It could be. Super fishy. Yeah, I don't know how. Super fishy, and I laugh. I would say the president is awful super fishy right now. The matter of finding cocaine in the White House is awful super fishy right now. But that was F I C I E S. Feces, feces, super poopy. Yeah. <laughs> you got some, smells some like poop pitch. with a red cape on it and a red S on the front of it. Yeah. Super poop. Instead of smiling pile of poo, is like Clark Kent, and he turns into super feces. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> Please, Papa, don't reach. I'm in trouble. This here says it's the outward part of something. The surface of something is the superficial. That's uh, a kind of strange. So, like the outer part of your yeah, body. Yeah, I, I know. Like fascia is is like uh, the 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 face of something. Fascia is the face. So, like if you had um, something coated in in you know chrome chrome plated, there would be a, a chrome fascia on your stuff. Yeah. Oh, maybe that F I C I E S is fascia instead of feet. Fisa, it it, it sounds like it may be related to that, but yeah, I like my definition better. Super poop. <laughs> Super poop. <laughs> if I could stick my hand in my heart, spill it all. Would you think the boy is strange? Ain't it strange? Strange. If I could win, if I could sing a love song so divine, would it be enough for your cheating heart? If I broke down and cried, if I cried, I, I, I. Didi, D E E D Y, Didi. Hmm. I I did a good deed, and it was very Didi that I did. <laughs> Indeed, it was very Didi. 
was pretending to doing a deed. <laughs> it was the most deediest deed I ever did. Well, uh, kind of. I said, I know it's only rock and roll, but I like it. Industrious or effective? So if you did a good deed that was very industrious, <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess that would be it. Yeah. Wow. You, well, you could be fish, and then you're fishy, so you, you're deed, and then you're deedy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many words that was exactly, but that's the end of my note. So that's oh. all I got for this week. Why have you been out of touch for so long? We've heard nothing from you for weeks. Why that snake in the weed? Yeah. Huh. Well, they opened by somewhat quickly. Yeah. I don't and, think uh, it was not, or 10. We'll have to count them later, but. Yeah. It, hey, I know Terry's not here, but I do have a pre-recorded top 10 list. It won't be very long, probably just a minute or so. So let's listen to that right now. Category. Give me the category. Category. Things, <clears throat> things I like to do. Things he likes to do. Things I like to do. Okay. Number 10. Walk into ladies' rooms by mistake. <laughs> Number nine, sell anything to a gypsy. <laughs> Number eight, mate my female dog for money. <laughs> Number seven, play musical chairs at old age homes. <laughs> Number six, have sex and leave immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ah, yes, things I like to do. Tell people who work with fertilizer, have a nice day. <laughs> Number four, yell, I had her at weddings. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Number three, walk on a nude beach with a ruler. Yeah! Yeah! Uh, number two, <laughs> sing the song. <laughs> You want to fight? <laughs> Number two. Number two. Sing the Star Spangled Banner at street fights. And things I like to do. Number one. Make women make women scream for the right reason. Yeah! <laughs> All right, that was pretty quick. Uh, you won't study. You have no manners. You won't brush your hair. You think he might clean his nails before he comes to the table too? Wouldn't you say so, Peavy? Well, I wouldn't say so. Yeah. So we're already up to our anchor topic. Wow, that's going quick today. I know. That's okay. I like short shows. Yeah. Short shows are good. Uh, but anyway, our anchor topic this week, which is, of course, is a topic related to blindness, is going to be uh, living skills, how you do daily uh, stuff, you know, everything from getting dressed to bathing or cooking or cleaning house, uh, that kind of thing, living skills. Uh, and our special guest here, uh, we we asked if she would talk about being the child of somebody who went blind, uh, what it might be like with pertaining to living skills, uh, about uh, dealing with blindness as a non non-blind person i guess you might say maybe like how she had to learn to help guide me or explain things read you know be my eyes more or less 
oh. made her feel or whatever. Yeah. So when you went to the bathroom, she had to read the toilet paper. You're not done she yet. She had to wipe my butt. Not done yet. <laughs> yeah, I'd sit next to her on the toilet and read the magazines for her. I, I think that would be a job that <laughs> I would not do. <laughs> <laughs> like you're on your own there, Mom. Just wash your under a little bit more. <laughs> well, you know, thinking as a kid, um, kids don't really think outside of themselves. So quite selfishly, I I remember thinking um, how I was upset other kids moms would take them out shopping and they'd have dates with moms and stuff like that and my mom drive couldn't do that she couldn't couldn't see to drive so selfishly it was all about me when I was a kid but as an adult and as a parent and knowing the desires to do that stuff with your kid um I now see how selfish I was <laughs> and how how much it sucks that you know mom couldn't watch us grow and mom doesn't get to see grandkids and yeah so I guess I get to spend my life making that up <laughs> But yeah, that's one it, of the big things that stood out to me is I remember, woe was me as a child, you know, and, but I guess as you get older, you kind of see the difference and thankful for a vision. <laughs> yeah. Thankful and there's vision. that. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you still got it. Yeah. <laughs> of course, any kid would feel that way. Like, you know, my, my mom don't drive me places anymore and she can't do this anymore. But there's a lot of stuff that uh, even a blind parent can do to keep house and things that's true it is quite impressive um you know people think when you can't see it seems like they think that you can't do anything for yourself but you guys are actually quite capable of doing a lot of things yeah. Yep. Yeah. especially with the help of technology these days and all the cool tools you guys get i remember the little screen that went over the uh frying pan so mom wouldn't get popped by grease i now see those sold at target for anybody and <laughs> probably should get myself one <laughs> yeah you know sometimes those gadgets are they're not really necessarily for blind people they're good for anybody it's just yes. it's an extra safety measure to take yeah yep yeah because you can get any number of cooking uh, you know kitchen things like uh the little things that slice and dice up your onions or your garlics. I mean, they're yeah. so simple. I mean, you don't have to see what you're doing. You just put it in the jar and you work the plunger up and down. Now you got diced onions or something. Or the thing that separates the egg whites. You know, you don't have to be yes. blind. But if you are blind, it's so easy. You just crack the egg. You put it on the little scoopy thing and then whites fall yes. off and there's your yolk, you know. Uh, so it, I also thought another thing that was kind of cool is how you guys were able to identify different canned goods, how green beans squeak and different little tweaks, uh, tricks like that. You shake the can and it squeaks, you know, that's green beans. And that's the only one that you can do that with, though. But a lot of times, if you put them in the cabinet in a certain order or stack the two together that are the same. Mm -hmm. And then you guys have the different ways you fold different dollar bills. So you know if it's a five or a 10 or 20 or something. And you know, the thing with cans is I actually went as far as to get some magnetic Dymo gun tape, labeling tape. Mm -hmm. so uh -huh. I could lab label things in Braille, you know, corn or peas or whatever, which works great unless you have kids who like to play with magnets. Where <laughs> <laughs> do our labels go? Then it'd be like magnets all over the fridge, all over the dryers. Like, put them back on the cans. <laughs> the cans they belong on. <laughs> Well, they tried to teach us that in Chicago. If you don't have kids, though, and you happen to use that can with the magnet, 
and you take the magnet off, put it on the refrigerator. Then when you need a shopping list, you're like, well, I use this can, so here's this man. I need to buy corn. I use my peas. I need to buy another can of peas. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, or whether it's magnet, you can take like a label with a rubber band around it. Same thing. You just find your your labels that's not attached. It's like, hey, I need some more of these things. Yeah. One funny thing about having um blind parents is everybody thinks that you can tell the future. You tell them your mom is blind and they'll say, oh, are you going to go blind? <laughs> well, I hope not, but we'll find out, I guess. Uh, so far, knock on wood, my kids off. I got four kids and they can all still see. So Yeah, yeah and in the nature, uh, at least in our family, the nature of the blindness is that usually symptoms will start showing up in your 20s, if not your teens. And if you're going to be blind, you'll you'll definitely know it because in your 20s, you'll start to have some major issues. And by your 30s, you'll pretty much be you know, blindness. Uh, and so you're old enough that if it's going to happen, it would have happened already. So. Yeah. My youngest is 30, so I'm hoping that, you know, it's gone through its course. I know you got Christopher, your one son that's got the problem, but. Maybe he'll be the last one with our family history of blindness. Yeah. Um, we'll have to see uh, what happens with the, the up-and-coming generation. Yeah. As long as they uh, survive through all of it, <laughs> we'll call it ended. <laughs> but we'll have to wait and see. All right. Well, I know they used to think, too, it was something to do with our blue eyes. Well, not all my grandkids have blue eyes. A lot of them have well, Megan was telling me yesterday her oldest daughter had brown green eyes, but sometimes they look yellow, and I'm like, weird. I can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah, sometimes people do have a, a color to their eyes. It'll change with, I don't know, their mood or the sunlight. I don't know what to do that, but yeah. Sometimes the color they wear will bring out a certain color in their eyes, but they're, they're part chameleon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I mean, I do have a few blue-eyed grandkids, but not a whole lot. You know, they, they'd always say, too, that it's not hereditary, but then it's like, well, if it's not hereditary, then why do people in the family have it? You know? Yeah. Like, it's got to be somehow in the DNA, I mean. Right. Uh, but they, people, they would say it wasn't hereditary because everybody uh, had blindness for a different thing, a different reason. A diagnosis right uh, but I, I never really bought that <laughs> it just depends on what when they caught it because it starts off cataracts well years ago our grandma's mom i think was cataracts because i remember our mom saying she, her eyes were white well that's what happens when you have cataracts but right. in the early 1900s people i'm sure didn't know how to doctors it was before they knew how to take that out or it could have been too expensive for this woman to have done. I don't know why she never had anything done, but that was what caused her blindness. Hmm. But then it spreads out, you know, once they figure out how to take that out, then it went to, well, if they happen to catch it, because I remember somebody had glaucoma, well, that's high pressure, <laughs> but somebody else had RP because that just happened to be when they went to the doctor and the doctor's like, Oh, well, that's what this looks like. But for yeah. some reason, our eyes all do something crazy, and 
just depends on what that doctor feels like diagnosing you with. <laughs> right. And, and, and generally, will they diagnose you at the point where you're, you know, actually losing your sight? And that might come at any number of reasons why. Usually, it's, they say it's glaucoma or they say it's, you know, RP or they, they, th they don't know really what. Um, but, yeah, that is, is kind of some family history there. Wouldn't you like to take a trip around the world? Oh, no, Jane, there's too many other places I'd like to see first. Yeah, that's right, ain't it? I'm trying to see where to go with our next segment here. Do we have any email? But every time I try to open up my email... What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Okay, here we go. Email. Woo! Little <laughs> does the listener know how long it took to get here. <laughs> <laughs> if only we had a live chat room, they could, they could join in for all the boring stuff, too. Uh, this one is called Make Your Own Bed. My friend Dennis went on holiday uh, and he, to Venice, and they even stayed in a cheap hotel. I guess because he's going on holiday, he must be from like the UK or something, because we say vacation here. Uh, he told me the reason it was cheaper is because he had to make his own bed. Uh-oh, I see where this is going. They gave him a hammer <laughs> and nails and told him to make it. Yeah. <laughs> from Joe Carpenter. I saw that one coming. Yeah. No surprises there. It was over my head, I guess, until that last part there, because I was thinking, actually making your own bed with the covers yeah. and blankets. And you know, whenever you you take a long-term stay at a hotel, like you're going to be there for like a, more than like a few weeks, they do that. They'll say, do you need sheets today? And you tell them, yep, and you take the sheets, but then you make your own bed. Because, oh. you know, the maids have other things to do and they, oh, they want to come in and clean clean up your room for if, you, if you've been there for a long term. Right. Uh, so they, sometimes they do that. But yeah. anyway, silly, silly joke. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm almost out of jokes. So if people want to send some in, I could sure use some. Yeah, some more emails. Yeah. And you can send that to tsf at that sounds funny dot com. Yeah. Well, enough about tall, dark, and devastating. Yeah, I see, but uh, but what does that all mean? It's going to be time for some final thoughts. Here's a final thought. What did the lemonade say to the to the tea? Hi, sweet tea. Hi, sweet tea. <laughs> sweetie, <laughs> sweet tea. Yeah, sweetie. <laughs> ah. In my will, I explicitly uh, wrote that I no longer vote. You know, just to be sure. <laughs> when I'm dead, I don't want to vote. <laughs> oh, what's a bird's favorite cookie? A chocolate chirp. Chocolate chirp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, age is a very high price to pay for maturity. 
<laughs> it sure is. Yeah. Too bad they can't be mature and young at the same time. Dang it. Yeah. How do you say hello to an ice cream cone? Froyo. Froyo. <laughs> All righty. Did you know you can't see the movement of your own eyeballs when you're looking at a mirror? What? <laughs> if you're looking at a mirror, you cannot see the movement of your own eyeballs. Huh. Because you're, you're looking, at, at yourself, looking at yourself, they don't move. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> if you look away, they move, but you can't see it in a mirror. You have to have somebody tell you what they're doing, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course, I couldn't see my eyes moving anyway at this point. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> well, you know what a fiber spider's favorite book is? Webster's Dictionary. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my. A conscience is what hurts when all your other parts feel so good. What does a wasp play at the park? Frisbee. I was just thinking, in a span of 17 years, 114 people died in weightlifting accidents at the gym. In the same 17-year time frame, only one man died while eating a donut. Life is about the choices we make. Why put yourself in that kind of danger? Choose wisely. <laughs> Donuts for me. Tell you what. Forget the gym. <laughs> yeah. Donuts are safer. Who's the boss of the tooth fairy? The presidentist. <laughs> <laughs> Dentist. Yeah. Uh, well, blessed are those who can laugh at themselves, for they shall never cease to be amused. <laughs> wah, wah. What happens if you get lost in the bathroom? You have, you don't know where to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I can do at least one more here, maybe. Uh, my nephew's girlfriend broke up with him because he was too un-American. He's not bothered by it. He said he saw it coming a kilometer away. <laughs> He's un-American. Kilometer. <laughs> I got one more for you, then we could be done if you want. But it says, how did the mop beat the broom in the race? It left the broom in the dust. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, it swept up or mopped up. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good place to stop. Anyway, uh, this we've gone all the way through our show then, and still no Terry. Where, oh, where is our little Terry? I bet your retrobots caught him. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, they they drained his pool. <laughs> and they watered his lawn. See, they're being nice to him. They watered his lawn. 
Nice to face another big pool bill and all I got there. Huh? Yeah, it's not much of a job, but at least they eat regular. Yeah. So long, pal. Hey, this is the part of the show where we like to just wrap it all up and say thanks for listening. This is your host, Keith, uh, saying when you're out there on the interwebs, leave us a good rating and review, uh, whether it be on Apple or Google or or most good podcasts. Uh, if you can, visit our webpage at thatsoundsfunny.com. You can comment on any of the show notes. Click on the contact link. Send us an email. Tell us your own funny family stories. Ask us a question about blindness. Uh, we would love to hear from you. And with all of that, uh, let's see you next week. Thanks for listening. And we are out of here. And we're out of here. Goodbye, everybody. That sounds funny. TSF at thatsoundsfunny.com. That sounds funny. I hit a key, wrong key on my keyboard. Help! Let me out of here! I'll be back next time. Where is he? Oh. He's really missing. <laughs> I think maybe they got him this time. The retrobots actually did get him. Holy cow. <laughs>